as a Boise State alum, a lifelong fan, and a season ticket holder going on seven years now, I've often wondered how our fan base of the so-called Bronco Nation compares to that of a major school from a major conference. Well, this last week, I had the opportunity to go to Ohio State University and watch the Buckeyes take on Oklahoma live in the shoe. And I'm going to be comparing the two fan bases between Bronco Nation and that of Ohio State. I'm going to keep it real for you guys so you don't want to miss it today on the Game Time Guru. So, what time is it? Game Time Boo! What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Game Time Guru. I'm your host, Shane Larson, and I'm kind of happy, kind of sad to be back in Idaho uh, after our wonderful trip, uh, which I'll be talking about here in a few minutes. But uh, it is good to be back to see our little boy, uh, but it was a, a very fun trip. But before we get started, you guys, you know the drill. Make sure you're finding me on every social media platform, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, go find me, all right? I'm, I'm active on every one of those. At Game Time Guru on Instagram and at the Game Time Guru on Twitter, Facebook. Just type in the Game Time Guru and you'll find me. Uh, make sure that you're subscribing to the podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, um, Google Play Music. Find me on each one of those. Subscribe, leave me a review. It helps me out. So please do that and uh, let me know what you think. And the big news this week, in case you didn't already know, um, I've joined Bronco Nation News and I will be on their podcast weekly uh, talking about Boise State. So it's a platform for me to be able to speak about Boise State, whereas the Game Time Guru is more of a a sports in general type of thing. This is more of a, obviously, a a Boise State-specific podcast. And you can find the podcast on their Facebook page. It's mainly going to be through Facebook Live videos. And uh, just go to their Facebook page, Bronco Nation News, like the page, and you can find me on a weekly basis, all right? So I just got back from Columbus, all right, Columbus, Ohio. Huge Buckeye fan, as you guys know. And I finally got to tour the campus and see a game in the shoe at Ohio Stadium. Um, What an amazing experience from the beginning until the very end. And I told you all last week that I'd be comparing the fan bases, you know, to what I'm used to at Boise State University, the so-called Bronco Nation, and what I witnessed when I was there for like a Big Ten fan base. So this episode is going to include some sound bits from a few interviews that I had with various fans, um, as well as a quick interview with my wife who happened to be on the trip with me. So and I, and I might include a little jingle, a little piece of a jingle uh, that I put together over a year ago about what a quote unquote true fan is. Now, guys, I am so happy that I finally got to experience this. It's been a childhood dream uh, to go to Ohio State University and watch a game there. I'm definitely going to go back. That's not even a question. Um, everything about the experience is just phenomenal. Okay, so just imagine like that's your childhood dream. You got to finally live it. Uh, that's what happened. It was really cool. And you can even ask my wife, the majority of the time I was there, I was actually speechless. Like it was really hard for me to like even express my emotions because I was just soaking it all in. Um, And like I said, today I'm going to talk about the fan bases. And when we talk about a fan base and we talk about the entire game experience, it starts with the pregame festivities. Okay. So let's talk about those pregame festivities. Now, while you make the walk to the stadium at Boise State University, you're typically going to notice yourself passing by a few houses where the parties are happening. You know, you got the college kids. And then when you get to about one or two blocks away from the stadium, you'll notice the tailgates. The majority of the tailgating goes on in the parking lot of the stadium at Boise State University. You got a lot of them there. Um, and there's a few in the surrounding areas, about a one or two block radius outside of the outside of the stadium, right? The ones that are sitting there posted up. 
and you got some fun stuff going on. Yeah, there's quite a bit of alcohol, right? Like, because they don't allow alcohol in the stadium at Boise State. So there's quite a bit of alcohol if you're into that kind of thing, which I'm not, but there is quite a bit there. And there's a lot of activities going on. It's a good vibe walking up to the stadium at Boise State University. It's a smaller, like, a, it's, a, it's a smaller, big city, you know, um, if, that, if that makes any sense. Uh, but, I mean, it's a good vibe. Not anything mind-blowing, but it's a good vibe walking up to the stadium. Now, while we were at the shoe in Columbus, we happened to sit next to an Oklahoma fan, okay? And when we sat down before the game, this was his exact words. I've been to many stadiums to watch my Sooners, Almost every Big 12 stadium, a lot of the SEC stadiums, but the tailgating scene at Ohio State is unlike anything I've ever seen before. Guys, I have to agree. Like, granted, I've only seen a few schools. Um, like, for instance, the University of Washington, they were unique in their own way. Like, for instance, they had their tailgate parties going on, like, in the, in the bay, like the little harbor, whatever you call it, right outside the stadium. They had little yachts little boats and they were doing tailgating parties on the boats that was pretty cool i mean that's not everyone a lot of them are in the the parking lot as well but they had their own unique way of doing things uh, virginia tech the fans traveled well uh, when we went to washington dc they they weren't that far away so they had a lot of people there and had a lot of energy a lot of games going on uh, clemson they traveled well to arizona the ones that were there they had a lot of energy as well georgia didn't think like georgia was anything mind-blowing but their fans did a great job with tailgating. They were, you know, fun, energized, everything. Um, but nothing compares to what I witnessed this past week at the Ohio State football game. All right, so from the second you get off the freeway, there's like this freeway that kind of splits two parts of Columbus, it seems like. There's this river, and on the right side of the freeway is Ohio State University and everything that's like good in Columbus. And on the left side is like the downtown Columbus, which is like disgusting and old. Well, it's not disgusting if you like that kind of thing, but it's just older um, it's an older city, you know, um, it's probably a lot of history there, but that's not my thing. So anyways, we're getting off the freeway and there's this river and right as you cross over the river, the tailgating begins. Now for my wife and I, this seemed like the stadium had to be close by. Like we, we pull off the freeway, getting off the exit and there's these tents and the entire park. It's a huge park is already just going nuts. And I thought the stadium was right there. Like I didn't know. I was like, okay, cool. Must be right here. No, we were wrong. This was just the beginning of the tailgating scene. The stadium was literally about three miles down the road, and what we just saw was was the beginning. Okay, they were there were tents and there were people just going crazy, and so the stadium is about three miles down the road. It had already started. You pass the stadium, and on both sides of the street, it's just packed with tents and different events going on. Like there was a bike rack, literally had fifteen hundred bikes put together for one of the parties. There's an event section with a concert stage, different games to play. So they had a concert going on over there. And then there was food trucks lined up uh, outside to, to, you know, purchase things from. Because, man, this is just like the most people I've ever seen surrounding a stadium from that far away um, ever. All right? I'm, I mean, this is just something I've, I've never seen it before in my entire life. Now, for this particular game... The Nissan Heisman house was put together there, so you could go in there for free and do the pregame festivities, like take a picture with the Heisman Trophy, take a Snapchat selfie, see you know Craig Krenzel, Troy Smith, these Heisman Trophy winners from, from Ohio State University. You could see them. Um, and then I also got to meet Neil Everett from SportsCenter. He's the anchor. Got to shake his hand, talk to him for like you know 20 seconds. Um, but it was a really cool experience because he was an awesome guy, very nice, down to earth. But anyways, you go down the street another mile, uh, where you're at the quote-unquote end of the campus, right? So you finally get down to the street. We've already gone. We travel about two miles in a car. Go down about another mile 
about two and a half miles. So you go down another mile, and uh, you're at the end of the campus, and you'll see the college scene. Now, this is where all the college kids are at. You, you know, they have the student union building. Um, they've got bars everywhere. Like, they got the old bars, because the school's built in the 1800s. Like, it's, they've got a lot of the old stuff and a lot of the new stuff. It's kind of a mixture of both, which makes it awesome. So you get down there. they got a rooftop bar going on, full of all ages, you know, enjoying themselves. Um, you go to the student union building. People like the like the older fans, the elderly fans that have been there for a long time. They're they're at the student union building, and they're they're in this section where they have a big TV, and they're all watching the games. Now, what was cool about that is Michigan was playing Cincinnati at the time, and the Buckeye fans almost loved to hate on Michigan as much as they loved to cheer on their own team. Uh, so they were all sitting there. It's very invested in this game to to hate on Michigan, um, and it was kind of cool to watch. Now, near the union building, you had another tent which was a party put together by Oklahoma fans. They rented out their own big tent um, and put, like, when I say big tent, like, they had, it was big. It wasn't just a little tiny tent that you have to, like, shade yourself. No, it was a pretty big tent. Oklahoma fans had rented it out. Crazy. Keep in mind, this was all around 1.30 in the afternoon, and the kickoff was until 7.30. All right, so I'm just trying to, I mean, I didn't go into much detail about the Boise State tailgating scene because there isn't much detail about the Boise State tailgating scene. All right, like there just isn't. You walk down the street, you meet up with the tailgaters pretty much about a block outside of the, the stadium, and then the majority of them are on, all in the stadium. Whereas Ohio State is the entire city blocked off basically from the, the side of the river where Ohio State Stadium's at. It's pretty much blocked off. If you've ever been to Spokane Hoop Fest, like for a, for a basketball tournament, where they block off the entire city of Spokane. That's basically how it is, except Columbus is cooler than Spokane. So advantage for tailgating, Ohio State by a long mile. All right, so let's talk about Team Pride. Here's the thing. I've been a Boise State fan for my entire life. You know, I've been going to games since I can remember, and the earliest I can remember was a football game against Utah State when I was eight years old. They lost 39-14, to 14, okay? This is when Boise State won two games in a season, I believe. Uh, I've seen the ugly, I've seen the bad, I've seen the good, the great, and the mediocre. Okay, I like to consider myself a true fan who has a lot of pride in my school. I graduated from there. Now, keep in mind, my opinion of a true fan is not someone who just says, oh, I love my Broncos, win or lose, blah, 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 or I love my Buckeyes, win or lose. You know, I'm actually getting sick of seeing that, to be honest. Um, in fact, I've noticed that both fan bases say similar things, and this actually frustrates me. Okay, Like, when someone's like, I love my Buckeyes, whether they win or lose, Buckeye pride to the day I die, or... Uh, I love my my uh, Broncos, even though they gave up 21 points in the last eight minutes. I, I love my Broncos. They fought hard. Okay, I, yeah, I get that. But a true fan should be able to criticize the play calling, criticize the coaching staff, criticize the play on the field. Okay, that's a true fan. That shows passion in a fan, and I believe you can do this and still you know, love your team no matter what. I mean, that shows that you truly love them. In fact, it shows that you love them enough to make a statement that may be contrary to what people want to hear. Um, so, anyways... Talking about Team Pride, instead of stating my opinion, though, and having you listen to that over and over and over again, uh, why don't you take a quick listen to some of the fans I caught up with at the game this past weekend at Ohio. Um, I asked each one who were they cheering for and what their definition of a true fan was. Here's what they had to say. All right, so who's your favorite team? Uh, Oklahoma. And what do you think it means to be a true fan? Driving 13 hours to Columbus, Ohio. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's what I like to hear, yeah. man. That's all right, who are you cheering for? Buckeyes. And what makes a true fan? Beat Michigan, going to Penn State, sitting in a 40-degree rain, and losing and still bleeding scarlet and gray. Okay, so who do you cheer for? Oklahoma. And what makes a true fan? You got to be there for your tribe, either win or lose. Who are you cheering for? 
Oklahoma Sooners. All right. And what makes a true fan? Family, tradition. Bleed for your team. Don't boo your team. Back them all the way. Who are you cheer for? Ohio State, the Buckeyes. And what makes a true fan? True fan, you hate Michigan. You go down to you go down to New Orleans and you cheer them on when they beat Bama. And you also make the road trip up to Michigan to watch them beat them too. And then you come here tonight and watch them stomp Oklahoma. OH. I know. I know. Obviously, that uh, didn't happen this game. They got stomped. Who are you cheering for? Buckeyes. All right, what makes a true fan? Yeah, totally. I hate Michigan. Michigan, I like that. That's, that's all that if you can't if you don't hate Michigan, you're not a fan. Hate Michigan. Alright, so who do you cheer for? Uh, Buckeyes, of course. Alright, and what makes a true fan? True fan? Uh, just total dedication, making the road trip, go see your team win one. So there you have it. There's the interviews that I had with the fans before the game, so you could get a little bit of a, an insight to what the, the fans actually thought who were at the game. Something I wanted to point out about these interviews that I did is I just love how a lot of them mention the importance of traveling to see their team. That's something I just truly enjoy because both Oklahoma and Ohio State fans are good at that. They travel well. They travel well to watch their teams play, even if it means paying a lot of money or having to take a long, uh, inconvenient road trip for the event. Like, for instance, one Oklahoma fan, the ones who sat right next to us, had to leave Sunday morning. This game did not get over until midnight um, Eastern. Okay, It was ta- It was 11.30 Eastern when it got over. They had to make a 15-hour drive back to Oklahoma so they could be back to work Monday morning. All right, so the game was getting over late Saturday night. They had to leave Sunday and get back by Monday, but they made the trip out there because that's that's what they wanted to do. Um, also, when I mentioned to an Ohio State fan, I went up to this group of this group of people, and um, one of them seemed to be pretty decked out in Ohio State gear. He'd already been drinking quite a bit, and uh, you know, I was like, yeah, this will be a fun fan to talk to. And you know, I mentioned to him, I was like, hey. One of the things that we – he started asking me questions about Boise State. He's like, oh, you're the Smurf turf, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, well, one of the things that we heard people complaining about is the price of tickets. He said, what's the price of tickets? I'm like, yeah, they're roughly 40 bucks, give or take, you know, usually for each BSU game. Depends on the, the size of the game. Sometimes if it's a, it's a big opponent, uh, they'll jump up quite a bit. But, you know, 40 bucks. I've never seen anything over 90 for a Boise State home game. That was Washington. I, I, I haven't paid over 90 Granted, I get season tickets, so it's a little more than 40 bucks a piece. But anyways, I haven't seen anything go for a ton of money, right? He laughed. He laughed at me when I was talking about 40 bucks a piece. I'm not even getting like he started laughing. He goes, I could have afforded to take a family of six to your games with the price I paid for just one ticket to this game. And he's right almost, you know, not necessarily family of six. I don't know how much he paid. I paid face value for my ticket to Ohio State, Oklahoma. Face value, $180. $180 for a ticket. Um, that was the cheapest you'd find a ticket. That's before it goes on the market to a third party and they start selling them with all the fees and everything. And that stadium was filled with 109,088 fans, which happened to be the second largest crowd in the history and largest home opener crowd at the shoe. Um, that means 109,000 plus paid roughly $180 for their tickets. If not more, if they got them from a third park, you know, third market, third party market, I should say, uh, that doesn't include the cost of travel if they came from out of town or out of state. So the moral of the story, 40 bucks a ticket is not expensive. Welcome to real college football. So if we're talking about, you know, team pride, man, I, so far, I'm giving the advantage to Ohio State University as well as Oklahoma. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the atmosphere of this game, okay? 
Because what I get at Boise State, you get you get some electric atmosphere, especially when they're playing a big opponent and the stadium's filled. For being a small stadium, a thirty-six thousand, it seems like it gets pretty loud. Um, but I'm so used to, uh, sorry, I'm so used to Boise State football games because I've been going there my whole life, basically. And um, you know, I wanted to get the opinion of someone else. Like I'm so used to the Boise State games, so it was hard for me to like, you know, I, I get to compare it to Ohio State because I'm used to them. But at the same time, I wanted somebody from the outside, so. Listen to this quick interview I did with my wife, Taylor, and uh, hear what she had to say about the atmosphere at the Ohio State football game. Hey, babe, thanks for coming on to the show. I appreciate you finally joining me for one of these. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, see how professional that sounds? Um, okay, so you went with me down to Ohio. Thank you so much for letting me go. That was a childhood dream. Um, when we got to the stadium, what was the overall um tailgate scene like to you someone who isn't used to that at all you don't really go to a ton of football games what was it like to you when you we when we first got off of the freeway well driving into where the stadium was i only saw like the beginning of the tailgate and it was huge and there was still what like maybe six hours till the game started and people were already like packing in there and then as we kept driving you pass like another street and another block and another block. And there was just for days, there were tons of tailgaters. And then of course there's all the events going on all around there. And what was the campus like? Did you see a lot of students near the campus? What was the overall vibe that you got on campus? Well, when we were there, we didn't see a ton of students until we really went into the union building but it was packed full of people, and you can tell that even though there might not have been a ton of kids in school, there was a ton of just students or alumni or just people in the area who were huge fans of the game. And you see everybody's in their Ohio State gear of some sort. Even the runners who weren't even looking like they were attending the game had, like, legging shorts, T-shirts on that were Ohio State. And um, when we got into the game, did we sit down very often? When we first got there, because we probably got into the stadium like hours early just so that we could take a ton of pictures and kind of get the whole atmosphere. But during the game and once that game started, the only time you ever even thought about sitting down was during those long commercial breaks. And what did you think about the overall game and the atmosphere at the stadium with that many people? Do you think it was uh, pretty intense? Yes. Um, the actually only college game that I've ever been to and that was one or two times was a Boise State game. Other games I've always been to have been NFL games. So the only thing I had to compare to for college was Boise State and NFL. And it was probably more intense than the Seattle Seahawks games that I've been to. And since you said it was Boise State, how would you compare Ohio State's atmosphere overall with the, the tailgating, the before the game, the pregame festivities, and then the overall game itself, like the whole atmosphere? How would you compare it to Boise State? The best way to probably compare it would be going to a tailgate at Boise State or just to a game. You feel like it's just something that people in town can go do. It's just something to do on a Friday night or a Saturday night. When you go to the Ohio State atmosphere or that game, people are there for the game, not just to kill time, something to do when you know there's nothing else new in town. Like People are passionate. They love the game. Like I kid you not, there was – students that were there at the school behind us and one kid sat down crying towards the end of the game because he was absolutely devastated that they were losing it's just people are more passionate about the game there is probably the best word to say 
that's I actually forgot to tell you guys about that so far. Um, there literally was a kid crying, like she said, um, and I totally forgot about that. So thank you for bringing that up. And um, he didn't just cry at football games. Apparently, his friend behind us told us that he he freaked out um, during the basketball tournament a few years ago too, when they lost in the NCAA tournament. Apparently, he freaked out in class, started crying. Like he was legitimately like crying. He was 21, 20 years old, something like early twenties, and he was crying. It was actually really funny. Well. Tater, um, thanks for coming on to the show with me today, and uh, I appreciate it. And hopefully you can join me for other ones in the near future, right? Sure. <laughs> thanks for having me. Now, I understand a lot of people would prefer to watch the game in the comfort of their own home when it comes to BSU's games, right? I've heard that a lot, but I doubt, I, I highly doubt you'd hear that around Ohio Stadium. People want to be at the game because the atmosphere is unreal. It's insane, guys. The atmosphere and the team pride and the tailgating scene and the overall fan base, Ohio State and Oklahoma have a major, major advantage over Boise State University. Guys, this was real college football. Big Ten country. Say what you want about the Big Ten, the Big 12, whatever. Might be overhyped, might be overrated. We hear that all the time around here. I I hear it from my own friends sometimes. But their traditions and their teams bring some exciting football to the table. The fans are amazing. You know, some are obnoxious, but they're very passionate and they love the game. You know what I mean? Like, the students stay for the end of the game. That's one thing. I, I just want to say that right now. The students stay for the end of the game. You can't say that about Boise State. In fact, after halftime, the entire student section was gone from the Troy game. I would say there was probably less than 1,000 students left at the Troy game, home opener, afternoon game, students leave. No, they pack their section and they stay even when the rest of the crowd is leaving because they know that they'll live to fight another day. The students have pride in their school. The students have pride in their team at Ohio State University. And there were a ton of students. They were standing up. They were getting into the cheers. They were screaming. They were part of the entire game. They felt like they were part of the team, which is huge. And it gets the rest of the crowd riled up. The student section itself gets the rest of the crowd riled up. Student section, advantage, Ohio State University. This was a reality check for me. At Boise State, we have a very, very small sample size of what true college football is. The fan base is just not where it needs to be. It's not. And I don't ever want to hear people talking about how Bronco Nation is the real deal. They're not. And I'm part of it. I'm, I'm just as guilty as the next. But this is why I'm grateful that um, I got to experience this game at the shoe. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful I got to experience other games on the road where we got to see you know, other fan bases. Bronco Nation is, is growing, okay? And Boise State is growing. And I truly believe that our program and our fan base will continue to grow. If our program had all the facilities and the money, you know, raking in like Ohio State does, like Alabama does, like Michigan does, there's millions upon millions, if not billions of dollars coming in from boosters um, every year. Their facilities are top-notch. Um, you know what I mean? They have the, they have the money to pay coaches you know, astronomical amounts of money. And so obviously that's a domino effect. It helps the recruiting process and you get the athletes to come to the school and you get high caliber football. Like I get that. So there is a difference there. Boise State is is a small school. It's only been a division one school for a little over, lit, barely over 20 years. So we're really a new school. We're new to the division one scene, but we need to do something about it. I've never... I've just never been 
so disappointed when I, I'm, I'm always told to sit down at the football games. Like, our fan base doesn't stand. They sit. Because they don't understand that that's how real football fans do it. They stand for their team. They stand the entire game. You can sit during the TV timeouts and the TV breaks, but whether you're, you know, a, a five-year-old kid at the game or you're, you know, 70 years old, you're standing. And if you're not standing, you're at least not complaining that the people in front of you are standing. Like, that's a huge part of it. When you stand, you have more energy. You're jumping around. You get into the game. You get into the chance. You scream. You feel like you're part of the team. Boise State doesn't have that yet. In fact, I can't even... I can't even explain. I don't think I've gone one time. Well, actually, that's not true. There's been a few games at Boise State. I could probably count on one hand, though. In the past seven years, I can count on one hand how many times I've been able to actually stand for the entire game at a Boise State game without being told to sit down. And those were major football games where everybody in our section was standing. And and let me tell you something. I sit in the south end zone of Boise State University, south end zone where it's, it's electric. It's known for the electric fans. South end zone is known for the electric fans. And when we stand, we get told to sit down. That is not a true football fan base. That's just not. Sorry if you want to see the game, stand up and watch it. Stand up, Bronco Nation. But I actually have a feeling that we can get there. It's obviously more exciting when you have a good football team that has you know, a lot of good athletes and they're fun to watch. I get it. I get it. I, I've been there. So I, I have hope that we as Bronco Nation will be able to continue to rise. But if we're comparing fan bases, we are nowhere, nowhere near that of a big-time school like Ohio State University. like It's like mind-boggling. I wish everybody had the opportunity to go to that game and see what I saw and, and get to experience it because when you experience it, you're like, man, I want more of that. I want more of that excitement. We need to step up our game um, because then when you come back, it's almost, I don't want to be rude, but it's almost depressing. You, you almost don't enjoy going to the games because – it's like it's a Debbie Downer kind of feeling, you know what I mean? And you go and you're like, ugh. It's not the same same atmosphere. So my hope, though, with this podcast is that I can shed some light. Um, I'm part of Bronco Nation. I've, you know, I've complained before. Um, I get frustrated with the team. I criticize the team. Um, I believe it's because I'm a true fan. I'm, I'm passionate about the team. But I think we have a long ways to go. Ohio State definitely has the advantage, but... Can Bronco Nation get there? The smaller schools like Boise State University, can they get there? Can the fan bases get there? Can the programs get there? Absolutely. Boise State, like I said, only been a program for 20-plus years, like a little over 20 years in D1. We we are relatively new. And uh, while we have a long way to go, I think we'll get there. So that's all I got for you guys today. Now, uh, to finish off, I am going to leave you with the jingle that I put together last year for my sports culture class, my final year at Boise State University. And it's regarding the Boise State fan base, whether or not they're true fans. Um, We did a lot of surveys with the fans around. And uh, granted, some of this stuff, some of my views after this have changed. But um, listen in. Let me know what you think. And like always, I'll talk to you next week. Decided to find out what a true fan is really all about. When the team is struggling, do you start to pout? Or do you get up and start to shout? So what do you do when you're a true fan? Helping the team out however you can. Some like to sit, some like to stand. Some would say it's like being a 12th man. Cause getting loud is always part of the plan. 
give the home team the upper hand. So Bronco Nation, what do you say? Let's take a look at the results from the survey. Oh, who's in the house? We got David, Peter, and Ty. Come on. Sierra, yeah. Maddie and Amy, Jessica, Raven, and I. Yeah. We represent because our group's so great. Putting it down for Com 488. Walking around, we're doing the survey to really find out what the people had to say. We asked a lot of people, girls and guys. Some were students, some were alumni. If you're a loyal fan, please tell us why. Like, what kind of merchandise do you buy? When asked if they were loyal, majority said yes. Each one explaining why they were the best. The late night games put their patience to the test. But win or lose, they wear that Bronco pride on their chest. Do they stay for the games even though they're so late? Do they go inside or chill at the tailgate? Surprisingly, many said that if they had to choose, they'd watch it on TV or go outside and get their booze. Oh, who's in the house? We got David, Peter, and Ty. Come on. Sierra, yeah. Maddie and Amy, Jessica, Raven, and I. Yeah. We represent cause our group's so great Putting it down for Com 488 Walking around, we're doing the survey To really find out what the people had to say Who is our rival? We don't have a clue But almost 90% said BYU Some were from here, some were from out of town When it comes to superstition, some don't play around What do you do for those superstitious acts? I don't cut my hair while others wear the same hat Whatever you can do, true fans don't have any shame Thinking if I cut my hair, we might not win the game So we figured out that Bronco Nation is for real All over the world, we gotta see how people feel From Idaho, Washington, Germany to Wherever our fans are at, they hold it down for the blue We wanna give a special shout out to all of our fans who took the survey All the fans in Corvallis that were at the game And Bronco Nation News Shout out to our group for all the hard work we put in and most importantly, shout out to BSU and Bronco football. Go Broncos, baby. Zabransky might be the last play of his career. Back to pass. Sets up. Fires. Caught. Oh! Hook and ladder in the Broncos are going to score!